Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Welcome to episode two of Talk, Purpose, and Truth. We are now on to the next episode, and we're so excited to be here. Hi, Eden. Hey, this is fun. And our topic for episode two, this is Kim, is self-image confidence and feeling not enough. How many listeners can relate to that? now or in the past in their lives. And so we decided it would be important to have a roundtable discussion on this with our two special guests. We have Kathleen Keneally, who is a gifted healer and acupuncturist. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kim. And we have Tanya Pete, who has overcome breast cancer and helps women dealing with breast cancer and helps get safe beauty products out into the world. And she blogs and she's an amazing inspiration. Hi, Tanya. Oh, thank you. Hello. (laughs) And I I just I came about really feeling this was an important topic because over the years working with clients and and audiences speaking, it seems about 90 to 95 percent of people really don't feel enough that they just they feel insecure. They feel they don't deserve success or deserve happiness or they feel not as good as other people. They're constantly comparing themselves. And and what I found through the years, I, I have a confidence course and I do a lot of speaking and writing on confidence. And what I've found through the years is that sometimes one incident when you are a child or several incidents can actually squash your confidence and it can be relearned. It can actually be developed as an adult and you can become confident and step into it, which is so encouraging and inspiring. And and it's really invaluable to dedicate your time to do this because it can change your life. And so we were all talking here, we're hanging out and talking and, and we were comparing stories. And I think a lot of you guys can relate to some of these stories. And, and one of my stories, I actually mentioned this in my TED talk, is when I was in sixth grade, I, I thought I was pretty confident. And the boys in the class said, oh, we're going to line up all the girls and rate them on how pretty they are. Oh, and no. I actually was silly and thought, oh, that's pretty cool. I got picked. So they ended up voting me last, which meant they thought I was the ugliest. And because I was so young, I feel like that changed me for a lot of years and made me into, among a few other things that happened, but it made me into a people pleaser and trying way too hard to fit in and, and to be enough and to be confident. And I had to really work hard over the years to learn back how to be empowered and confident. And, and I really made that my mission because I realized how poorly it was affecting me. And, and I know Eden, Eden had a story similar that, that it's crazy how words and, and different incidents can really mess us up. And when we're younger, we don't know how to overcome them if we don't have the right guidance or we don't talk to the right people. And so what happened, what happened to you again? Something happened to me. I was 16, I think, 15 or 16 years old, first year of high school. No, second year of high school. And I went out for the cheerleading squad and I made it, which was a really big deal, a very highly competitive cheerleading squad. And uh, first day of practice, 
my advisor came up to me. He was a male. And he came up to me, took me aside, pulled me aside, and he kind of gave me a warning. And he said, I just want to let you know that you barely made the team, the squad, and that you uh, really only made it because you're cute. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And uh, <laughs> which yeah, I, I, yeah. I went to your high. We went to high school together. Right. And, oh, and I you? actually didn't make cheerleading. <laughs> I so did you make, try out. Yes. And I didn't make it. Oh, so were you not cute enough? It. Yeah, you I don't think I was cute, cute enough. enough because you were in sixth grade. You were you were picked last. <laughs> yeah, it was probably my own. That's why. My own energy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I tried out and I didn't make it either. Uh, oh, <laughs> but I did the dance team instead. <laughs> oh, see. OK. You overcame. I was a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. Two cheerleaders and two non-cheerleaders. Yes, there we go. Here, <laughs> two rejects. No. Yeah, <laughs> and so and so, but but don't you guys think? Like, I mean, what are what are some things in your life where where you really felt, even maybe recently, where you or in the last few years, where you felt that it was so difficult to feel enough? Well, I think uh, probably the story that comes to mind for me probably is part of the reason that I didn't make the cheerleading squad because I didn't have the confidence when I was probably like nine or 10 years old, I was in sixth grade, my allergies were really, really bad. And I lost all of my eyelashes, like they all came out and they were gone for years. And so for me, you know, I was too young to wear makeup, and I couldn't cover it up. People would ask me like, don't what happened to your eyelashes? And I'd be like, Oh, they're just light, they're blonde, they're there. But you know, it really, really destroyed my self confidence. And Mm. I still like to this day, I have I have some but I don't have all of them. And then going through chemotherapy, one of the little lemon juice in the cut that happens to you after chemotherapy is it's not during chemo that your eyelashes come out it's when you finish so it like kind of is Mm. like you're like I'm done and then you look in the mirror and they're gone again and so you Mm. know that all came back and everything and yeah it triggered the old trauma so I I still find myself like looking in the mirror going like if only because they they didn't all come back after chemo even you know after all of that so you know one that's one good thing about having the safe skincare and makeup line is that I can use you know the eyeliner that I know is not yeah doesn't contain carcinogens and I can you know give myself more confidence and by, it helps you feel by, more pretty and yeah yeah exactly but that definitely that's something that happened to me when I was young and it's like stuck with me my whole life and there are so many times that I think to myself like oh I, I could have gone into acting if I had all my eyelashes. You know what I mean? And right. it's a silly thing to think because they have fake eyelashes. They could always put them on. You know, I've, I yeah. did the Stand Up to Cancer PSA with Morgan Freeman and they put oh, them wow. on. And so I don't know why, but there's that. It's like suddenly you're nine years old again, you know, riding the bus home, having the kids ask you, like, why don't you have any eyelashes? Yeah, like, like you, you probably have to watch the triggers. And you don't feel whole, I can imagine, mm-hmm. just without the eyelashes. Yeah. Yeah, it's silly. I mean, no, it's no, not, it's not, not silly. Not yeah. silly. That's what we all we all struggle with stuff like that. And I think for you, I see you, Tanya, and all of us have this. But I see you, um, you know, feeling, helping yourself feel more enough and inspired and and empowered by giving back and helping others. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things. Like, if we get out of our own head and we do something that we're reaching out and helping others, that helps Absolutely. us right mm-hmm. there. Like, mm-hmm. don't you think, Kathleen? Oh. Absolutely. I mean, being a service, I think, is the main thing that really well transformed my life. And just listening to the three of you and, you know, it's all about 
what society, how society sees us. Are we pretty enough? Are we, do we have long enough eyelashes? Are we, you know, and, and the, another story that comes to mind that's kind of along the same idea is the idea that I was a kind of a chubby kid. And so, you know, I was always teased and so on. And then I got a little older and I got slimmer. And, and I remember talking to, um, my, um, my dad. And I said, you know, I was saying, dad, you know, what do you think? Do you think if you were a boy, would you think I was cute? And I think I might've been 12 or 13 or whatever. And, and he said, well, you know, yes, I think you're, you're a very cute girl. You're a very pretty girl. And, you know, coming from your dad, it's like, okay. And then he said, you know, but at least now, you know, that I said, you know, when I get to be 18, I'm going to, cause I was very flat chested. I said, I'm <laughs> going to get breast implants because I wanted, I don't have any, and all my friends were <laughs> busting out of their bras and I was nothing, band-aids, right? And so he looked at me and he said, but at least now you know people aren't interested in you for just your body. Oh, wow. Ouch. Ouch. I mean, oh. it, here I am, this tender, maybe I was 13, maybe I was 14 the even. I don't know. things we get told, oh my God. But I mean, he didn't mean it in a bad way. He meant it as really being supportive of right. who I was and it wasn't about, it was who I was, not how my body looked. But when you're in that formative stage, you're like, oh, Well, it's stuck okay. with you. Look at all these years totally. later. It's still there. Absolutely. And I've continued to struggle with my weight up and down, up and down. That whole kind of how do I feel? And if I'm thin enough, then I'm more attractive or not. And recently, I've really been... Um, I don't know, the microphone's working. Um, recently, I've been really freeing myself from this, these chains of feeling like it has to look like this to be beautiful or be perfect. What and, have you been doing? Like, what helps? You know, um, I think just remembering to speak to myself like I would speak to somebody that I love. Speaking to myself the way I would talk to my best friend and say, you're beautiful. You don't, you know, you, you look perfect the way you are. And if you want to release weight, then you can re oh, it's like release. training your mind. Yeah. Right. It's just like you can release weight. Like if a friend of mine was saying, oh, gosh, I feel so fat. I feel so ugly. I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, because I don't see them that way. I see them. I see their beauty. I yeah. see their soul. I see their vitality. I love that. So they are enough in your eyes. Absolutely. Well, and that's 100%. what. 100%. That's what. Right. Exactly. It's not about any of this. Yeah. It's about all of everything. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know what's funny? That's that's and that's what I see a lot is that we all see ourselves we we until we don't, we all see ourselves worse than others see us. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I always tell my clients and audience members and stuff is I dare you to ask eight people for feedback, email them and say, how do you see me? What are my gifts and talents? What is that. some That's constructive great. criticism you can give me? And what happens is all of a sudden you go, oh my God, they saw me as a leader. Mm -hmm. They see me as a good listener. They see me as beautiful. And almost always you'll start seeing yourself in a higher light because you weren't realizing like, oh, it's a relief. They actually do see me as this amazing person. Almost always. And right. so we have to do what Kathleen just said is just start to look in the mirror, even if we're not believing it at first and train ourselves to love ourselves because otherwise we're not going to be any good for anybody else. Right. 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 Exactly. Love, right. self-love, self-acceptance. Yeah. Right. And I think self-worth comes mm -hmm. after that. Yeah. Sure. And it's so perfect. Value. We, it's mm -hmm. so perfect. We're calling Jennifer Bradley because she is just like the queen of, you know, helping people accept themselves and love themselves. Right. So we're going to be talking to her in a little bit too. Awesome. Yes. So, well, thank you guys for being here. Oh my God. It's oh, been amazing. Yeah. Right? Such a this powerful so conversation awesome. that we must continue. We'll, yes. go, we'll go have drinks later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meet us next door. <laughs> 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and here is a message from our sponsors. Insomnia. Can you make it through another day with too little sleep? Ready to try something different? Acupuncture. It's holistic, natural, and has no side effects except a good night's sleep. Kathleen Keneally is Santa Clarita's acupuncture expert. She's been successfully treating her friends and neighbors for 17 years. Insomnia, stress, allergies, pain. Call Keneally Acupuncture for a free phone consultation. 661-252-4100. KeneallyAcupuncture.com. Acupuncture. It really works. I started with Beauty Counter as a consultant after I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I thought I was doing everything right. I was healthy. I was nursing three babies, and I still heard those words, you have breast cancer. I found out that the skincare and makeup line I was using had carcinogens in it, and no one was doing anything about it. Beauty Counter is different. They test every ingredient for human safety, and uh, they are leading the way in the mission to get safer, safer products into the hands of everyone. Shop my website and join my mission at beautycounter.com slash Tanya Pete. That's beautycounter.com slash T-O-N-Y-A-P-E-A-T. And join me in my mission because no one should have to worry if their lipstick gave them cancer. So we are so excited to have Jennifer Bradley as our guest on episode two and talking about confidence and self-image and feeling enough. It's perfect to have Jennifer on as our guest. Jennifer is the founder, developer of a medical grade skincare and pro cosmetic company. She's out in Florida. So she's calling in late at night from Florida. Her company is helping thousands of people all over the world regain their confidence and advocating for healthy skin, healthy beauty, and healthy attitudes. And she does tons of Facebook Lives and media and stuff all over the world to really touch and outreach and uplift people and help them with their self-esteem and their confidence and feeling beautiful. So welcome, Jennifer, and we're so excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Awesome. Good, good. Yeah, it's it's great that we have you here today because we've been talking about confidence and and how many people really deep inside don't feel enough and and don't have a healthy self-image and I know you're someone that really helps people with this so what is an example of a time you felt less than or not enough and and what was it like and how have you risen above it since I think the most vulnerable times in your life you definitely will feel you know like you're not enough and I think a lot of it has to do with um you know, whether it's confidence about your appearance or it's confidence in in your ability to do something. You know? um, when I was younger, I definitely was very insecure about my appearance and I never understood. I thought when people were looking at me, it was because there was something wrong. <laughs> yeah. you know? I can relate to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so what do you feel? How did you rise above feeling like that? Because that's something really hard to go through. And some people never get out of that mindset or that feeling. How did you get out of it and rise above it? I think the more I was away from home um, and on my own, I had many opportunities to find that a lot of the things that I was afraid of were really not to be nothing to be afraid of. And it was it was just a matter of time being away from a bad environment being in a in a, an environment where i could be 
I could nurture my own growth. You know, everyone has to be in the right place to grow. And I think that uh, the environment that I was in as a young person was very stifling to, would would have been very hard for anyone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know? So I think it just took some, like, you know, time on my own and, and not being so hard on myself. And do you feel like that just was something innate in you? Like you had that in you that you had this desire to, to get better. Like, like, for example, my father had a terrible, challenging upbringing, but he felt since he was a child, he always had something in him that made him want to grow and expand and become better. He knew he could do better. Did you feel like you had that to drive you? Absolutely. All the time all the time I felt that was it it was part of my DNA you know and I think it's in most every person it's in your makeup to be a survivor to be someone who who strives to be the best version of yourself it's just that I think you know maybe it just takes time or you know age but and also I think it takes a, a certain level of going out on your own and striking out to to find out what works best for you you know for me uh, my confidence came from my ability to create something out of nothing hmm. so you know i think that being a creative person certainly helped and i didn't rely on my looks not nearly as much as people probably thought it just came that just came that just came as part of it later right right (laughs) in a cool way um well that's amazing because I feel like that gives a lot of people listening hope that you know we all have to just search to find that inside of us and a lot of that has to do with creativity so sometimes even getting literally creative with art or music or being around creative other people to inspire us can trigger something to help us find that so I think that's that's why you're you're at the forefront of this confidence movement thing because people see that in you and they go, Oh my God, she did this. I can do it too. Right. Right. Exactly. It it, it takes, it takes people, it takes people having some kind of something to look up to or, or something to, sometimes people see things that, that people are achieving and they think, well, that's the only, the only way I could do that is if I were just like that person or they can't relate to that person. But when it's really anyone can do this, and when you can, when people can absolutely and completely grasp that concept, there will be more and more people breaking out of that fragile um, state of, of not having any confidence. Yes. You know? Yes. I love it. I love it. Jennifer, how does your purpose and career help shift self-image and confidence in people's lives? I think that people see, especially since they've been watching me on Facebook for the past two and a half years, they see my lives. They see that almost everything I do is completely unscripted, that this is (laughs) that this is a real person doing things live and putting my intentions forth out there for all for the entire world to see. And when you put your intentions out for the entire world to see and they get to see the repercussions of that good or bad and what they've seen is a progression of we've been gradually the more and the more that we work at things and the more that uh more we are consistent with our message and consistent with making incredible products my business just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and i really 
can I encourage anyone that has an idea or a concept that wants to tell the world about their products or their brand, Facebook is there for you. It's your <laughs> platform. We have all of these social media platforms that are just there and available. And, you know, when I started doing this, I wasn't spending a dime for advertising. Mm -hmm. You can use these platforms on your own. Anyone can get there. Absolutely. So I think that's a very inspiring thing for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. You inspire so many. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I do. Thank you. You do. And I think it's also working for you because you're doing what you're called to do. You're listening, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I I definitely agree. And it's funny, I did not, this is not what I thought I was going to do. <laughs> oh, I can Don't relate we to all? that too. Don't we all say that? I totally say yeah. that. I would never have even yeah. believed I'd be doing right? this 10 years oh, ago. Yeah. Doing this sitting here <laughs> Yeah, <doing> exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. But when it's right, when it's right, when you're doing something that it's right with the universe, or yourself, or it's something that's truly authentic. And it's not just about you believing in it. It's when every single person that's around you is aligning with you. Right. And the world just seems to move with you in the direction of what you're doing. You know it. Yeah. It's not forced. Right. It's not flowing. Yes, it flows, and you don't have to force it at all. Right. 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 Okay, so I have another question. What sure. are what are three things you do regularly regularly to ensure you are living a confident and happy life? Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Martial arts, oh. yoga, and Pilates. I do karate three or four days a week, and I also take Pilates. Nice. Um, I get up very early and I meditate and I make lists and I try to accomplish as much as I can. And I also I'm I constantly talk to myself and I pay attention and to my thoughts so example it's very easy to to wake up on the wrong side of bed and just look at yourself and go oh <laughs> you know yeah yeah and and what it's do you do when that what, what happens how do you get out of that well it's I actually have to play a mind game with myself I have to redirect my thoughts, change my perspective instead of being like, wow, I'll be happy if I lose 20 pounds. Uh Be like, "Um, you're beautiful and you're amazing and you're a highly intelligent woman and you inspire people. And, you know, think about how important it is to, to acknowledge the little victories that you make on a daily basis versus other things, you know, really just change your perspective. It changed my changed my perspective, and you know, eating right, working out, all of these things put me in a higher, more elevated mental state, and I just get more and more of that back, of that positivity back. Mm-hmm. I really do. It's it's if I am and if I'm in a really bad mood, and I don't change my thoughts, I will just get more of that negativity right back. So it's, I guess I police myself. Yeah. Well, it's like training your mind. You've trained your mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's, it's hard to, you know, maybe you have a bad day here and there, but when you train your mind, then you start being conditioned that you can't accept being in too low of a place for too long. So I think that's no, amazing. Never. never. And you have uh, kids, right? I have two boys. Yes. How and old I, are they? All, um, I have a 16 year old son. And an 
a seven-year-old son and an eight-year-old stepdaughter. Oh, wow. And it's something that we all practice together. That's awesome. It's so easy. And I've tried to teach them this. Um, You know, like I had a grandmother and she was the most amazing, most beautiful woman. And she was a German-American immigrant and didn't even speak any English until she was like in, in, like she was 12. And her, you know, my grandfather, her husband fought in World War II. And one of the things she would say to me all the time was, Jennifer, it's all in your mind. <laughs> it's all in your mind. Yep. And I think that really resonated with me and I've taken it to a different level because your perspective in the world is your how you see things, how you perceive things is how you will have your life. Yeah, there's a saying, what you focus on will grow, literally. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. look at what you're telling us. You're focusing on moving your body and meditation and controlling your thoughts in a beautiful way and focusing on positivity and gratefulness. And look what's grown in your life. I see it. Yes. I see it. It's It's very clear to me. It is very, very clear. And you what you what you manifest in your mind will become true in your life. It is an absolute fact. Absolutely. And and that's such an empowering thing. People need to know how truly powerful they are. Yeah, and and and, everyone has it. People are so truly powerful and and in charge if they just have faith in themselves. And I, I can't even, I cannot stress this enough. I think that people get, forget that they, um, you know, we do create our own world. We really do. And you you don't have to be in, in whatever environment that you are in currently can easily shift into something that you would love to be a part of. Yeah. Most people, they give their power away. Right. They, they succumb. They, they go, Oh, this is just my life. Right. That's how it is. Right. Well, I just am so inspired by you. And, you know, Eden and I um, did a Facebook Live with you a couple of days ago, and it was so amazing how many people so cool. follow you. But what, <laughs> yeah. what we both what we both um, discussed afterwards and what I feel our listeners are going to vibe and notice about you is you have this spirit about you that is really just unique and genuine and down to earth. And mm-hmm. we both felt the vibe that you're called to this higher place to uplift other people in the world. And and I just feel that and see that with the short time I've known you. And so I really welcome all of our listeners to find you. Can you let us know how to find you on Facebook and on your website? Absolutely, Eden. And likewise, you guys were amazing, by the way. Everyone loved, loved, loved the show that we did the other day. It was amazing. Um, my face, my Facebook is Jennifer Bradley Skincare and Cosmetics. My website is jenniferbradley.com. You can easily find us by looking up Jennifer Bradley Skincare and Cosmetics or going to our website or just looking up the things that we do online and you'll find us and you'll find a way to message us yeah. and get in touch with us. We're easy to get a hold of and we're very easy to deal with. And <laughs> yeah. yes, I want to say that I recently purchased one of her products, her skincare, or no, actually makeup, and I did not expect for her to call me. She she called me when I wanted to place an order and I had questions 
And she's mm-hmm. the one that called me back. Yeah, that's not so, usual. Yeah, so. so she called me, and she not only called me once, but she called me twice because she had to hang up the first day. So she called me again. So, um, and then I got her stuff with like in a timely manner, and it, I love it. Awesome. It's so, awesome stuff, yeah, right? it's great. Right. So everybody and go out there, look her up. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Um, we love thank you. you so You're much. amazing. I can't wait to meet you in person. I know we will. And we'll yes, be doing much definitely. more in the future together. Yes. And have a beautiful night out in Florida. And um, we'll be hearing more from you soon. Thanks. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks. Thank you girls so much. You have a wonderful evening. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, that was so great. I am so grateful. She is amazing. I just feel her vibes all the way from Florida to here. Don't you, Eden? I know. She's inspiring. And I can't wait to talk to her again. Well, and I think what's been so refreshing about this episode is with all our guests and, and, you know, some future episodes we will and won't have guests. But this one was so unique because we had such real, authentic, down-to-earth people that you feel like you've known forever that we've all experienced hardships. We've all felt not enough at one time or another. We've all had insecurities. And I think sometimes people look at celebrities or others and think, oh, they're perfect, you know, and, and that's what Prince would always say is like, you know, he wanted to be seen as perfect, but now he realizes like that wasn't real. It's not real. It's okay to be messy. And so I just want to encourage the listeners and the audience to love yourself through it no matter what. Notice at the end of the day, what did I do today that was out of my comfort zone, that was bold, that was confident? Did I wear something that made me feel powerful? Did I speak a little more boldly than I normally would? Every day do something like that and you'll start to see, wow, I have more power and confidence than I ever knew I could and it'll grow day by day. And and I know that, you know, we get inspired by people out in the media like didn't you just go go to Kelly Clarkson's concert recently? Yeah, that reminded me of something that she did on stage. She was hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they all want to look perfect and she just said, "You know what?" I'm being real right now, and I am so hot. I'm going to put my hair up. Oh, she was literally, I thought she was like, no, 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 not like hot. (laughs) I knew what you meant. She was like hot, like, yeah, hot as in temperature. She, yeah, she was hot, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to get messy right now, so I'm going to put my hair up. And then she she had a song that she uh, wrote about, oh my gosh, I think it was her father. And she said, I'm going to be messy while I sing this song because it makes me emotional. Mm. And, you know, a couple other times she came out and and she didn't know what to say. She just ad-libbed and she was so real. And she's like, you know what? I'm thirsty. I'm anybody out there. Give me a give me some water. <laughs> give me some wine. And she just she just give talked to wine. us. She takes her shoes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, she was. I, I really appreciated that she was inspiring because she seemed so confident in who she was. She didn't have to yeah. try to prove herself or look for approval or acceptance from anyone. She just, you know, was so everybody respected. Yeah. And as long as you, you get used to practicing letting it all hang out then you can be that way too. So thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. 
If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.